I mean, these are the things that I think about. All right. Welcome. Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever you may be. And welcome to It's So Real. With your boy, huh? And your girl, Rocky. What's good? <laughs> so thank you for joining us today. Our, we're going to be doing Polyamory Part 2. Part 2, y'all. Because there were so many different... Uh, questions and feedback mm -hmm. coming from the audience from our first or last episode uh which so was polyamory the new way of connecting yeah apparently they like uh, us talking about these <laughs> different controversial mm -hmm. um outside the box themes and topics so maybe we might want to keep that going mm -hmm. you know thank you for the feedback mm. the more feedback you get the more we can give you definitely definitely mm -hmm. um so let me get my agenda out. I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first and foremost, polyamory is not for everyone. And sorry if we were making think making you think that it was like a better way than monogamy. No, polyamory is not not for everyone. Yeah, no. I know a lot of people who are perfectly built and fit that model of mm -hmm, monogamy. Mm -hmm. It's just that a lot of people don't and they've never even thought to question it. Yeah. And that's what we were trying to get at. Yeah. And we were definitely, in addition to that, in addition to just exposing someone who hasn't been exposed to this before mm. and may not, not, not know that it is actually an option. Right. You know? So giving them that exposure, that resource to say, hey, maybe, maybe this is for me. But also is to challenge your ideas and your beliefs because a lot of times we just do things because that's what our family did. That's what mm -hmm. our community did. And we never question it, never think to question it, are told not to question it, you know? So it's like, okay, let's talk. Let's challenge you. If you're able to tell me why you like monogamy, why you prefer monogamy, mm -hmm. instead of just, this is what I was raised with, this is the only option to my knowledge, right? You know, because like we've said, and what this show is really about, we're keeping it real, we're keeping it honest, and mm -hmm. we're exposing and trying to spread spread the truth. And there's a lot of misinformation about a lot of things because of the nature of propaganda, white supremacy, patri patriarchy. patriarchy, all this propaganda mm -hmm. that's been affecting a, a lot of stuff, and that does not exclude relationships. Mm -hmm. So it's just you got to break away from the you know. Norm. Norm of thinking about things with just tunnel vision. Like, yeah. oh, it's got to be monogamy. And there's no other options. Yeah, just thinking outside the box is helpful. It can actually improve your life. Mm -hmm. So you don't feel like you have to or should be doing this one thing. <laughs> so, that being said, um, it's not for everyone also because it depends on the person. Like, if you identify as poly and you view relationships as poly and you're trying to date someone, they may not. And it depends on that person. Like, it just depends. Not everybody's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, also, it depends on where you are in your life. And is this an option for you? 
You know, when you're young, you may want it more than when you're older or vice versa. That's very true. Um, like we talked about before with the concepts of love, which we're going to get into a lot more later. Mm-hmm. But there's, it, there are a lot of stages in life, so there are going to be a lot of stages in love. Mm. Like people that you love. Mm. <laughs> so that's and just the nature of, of life. Multiple soulmates. Right. First love, meaning love. seconds mm-hmm. and thirds that we talked about last episode. Yeah. So And think about how much you've changed in your life. Right. In the different decades, even. Mm-hmm. You know? At least you should have. <laughs> Maybe you haven't. Maybe something else to look at. Mm-hmm. But, um... <laughs> That'd be it for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that was fascinating through the last episode and, like, all the promotion and stuff I did for mm-hmm. it was that people were definitely assuming what they thought was polyamory. When, like, I've I actually, not only did I have the introduction with my clients and seeing that, pers- like, they're actually in it, their perspective of their relationships and stuff, but also, like, for this episode, I did my research. <laughs> like, I joined Facebook groups to see the different perspectives. I was reading articles and watching videos. Like, so all you have is my episode that's exposing, well, our episode, that's exposing you to um, this topic. And you already have your preconceived notions in there, and that's what you're feeding off of. So when I'm actually saying, well, no, that's actually not the thing. Like, just please understand that, that that's the perspective that you're coming from. Like, it, again, why can't you look it up? Why can't you research it? It's scary. <laughs> it is an option. It is. Um, but a lot of people do have that perspective of it being scary as hell or, or something like that's going to... I don't really know what 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 is scary about it because I've looked into it, you know, so once you got knowledge about something... Well, I think it it's illegal. Scary. Like, it's in, illegal to be married to more than one person. But we're not even talking about marriage. That's true. But I, I say that to say that most people operate from polygamy, which is like a husband mm-hmm, with multiple mm-hmm. wives or polyandry, a wife with multiple mm-hmm. husbands. It's like marriage type of thing. That's, I think that's maybe why I went there. But, um, but even with the ele- illegality, is that a word? Yep. Illegality is a word. But, um, even that's with that, you, got it. you did it. You did that thing. All right. Yeah, shut I see up, you. man. Shut up. Yeah. So, so um, you've been taking classes. Oh my God. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Anyways, so doing pe- people are are scared. No, nah, but it of the like e- e- whatever is illegal. You had it last so, time. It's all matters. It's on tape. Y'all saw it. Y'all saw it. So, um, like just because it's a legal matter does not mean that it's right or wrong. Like there have been yes. plenty of wrong things yes. that have been legal and plenty of right things that have been illegal, like marijuana. Like. That's a big one. Dr- like whole all these drugs. damn benefits. Mm. And you don't die. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good one, too. Like, alcohol in and of itself. Like, yeah, yeah, that's legal. So, anyways. Just because something is a legal matter mm-hmm. does not equate it to being a moral matter. Exactly. Exactly. There's so many laws. Yeah. 
We don't even have to go through the history mm. of this. We just done some um, on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. We've broken down so much of the bullshit mm. that exists in this world. Jeez. Anyways. Um, so be open. <laughs> yeah, yeah just be open to stuff. Like, I, honestly, in relationships. Okay, so from mm. what? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. From the perspective of somebody who deals with people in relationships a lot in couples therapy, and she's scratching the fuck out <laughs> that bone. She's like, getting at it. Every crumb, huh? Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Um, there are a lot of people who don't look at relationships in a healthy way. They do look at it mm. as a, um, a fix or as a way to solve something within themselves, like a piece that's missing, mm. instead of actually looking at it as a connection to someone else, you know? So it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you feel like in a relationship, the, your partner is trying to fill that uh, piece of you when they leave or when something gets... But, uh, but think about the the phrase that we used in society mm-hmm. growing up. It's that two halves right. make a whole, you're my other half, you complete yeah. me. And like, I, I think a lot of that, that mindset is still there. Yeah. It's, um, it's kind of toxic because it sounds nice, but when you go into the details of it, it, it implies that you can't be your full self mm-hmm. without someone else there, you know? And that's that in itself can be dangerous. Um, we're kind of off topic oh, here. Man. <laughs> uh, I mean, mm. well, no relationships though. Um, yeah, can we in a sec? Because that was reminding me. Of something. Yeah, good. So, um, you got a question, y'all? <laughs> yeah, you were saying relationships and your perspective of relationships mm. but where do you learn how to do relationships where do you learn how to do family mm-hmm. it's from your parents and where do they learn it from their parents and so on and so forth right. so unless you pick up a book and read something or you acknowledge that this ain't right and there should be a different way like you know until you actually start questioning things and learning more like that's how you do family. That's how you do relationships. Right. It's like everything else. A lot of the things that we um, assume mm-hmm. is, is just stuff that's passed along from generation to generation without anybody questioning anything. Like I always think about like circumcision. <laughs> I just I'm thinking about. I don't it right get now. it either. But now it's like. And there's well, like there's conflicting about research that? about it. When he grows up. <laughs> but I just find it like odd that. People make up reasons because it's like mm. they, they'll move the goalposts. They'll say like, mm. oh, it's for health reasons. Like that's the, it now. Oh. Right. They say that now. Was but, it then? No. Back in the day, it was a whole bunch of like for religious reasons oh, and yeah. other stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they moved it and then now it's all of a sudden for health. So it's like that practice was around <laughs> for all those years and everybody was like, that's normal. <laughs> mm. Anyways. Uh, off topic, but yeah, that's just an example. Of how people came you to can, view relationships. Right. Yeah. So. So, to answer Steve's question. Steve's question <laughs> is, how does one get started? I'm assuming you're referring to a polyamorous relationship. Um, Let me know. Yeah, but, um, yeah I'm guessing that's what Yeah, talking. I'm guessing. That's what we were, what we were talking about yeah. last time. So, I would definitely say join some Facebook groups. Um, they, <laughs> they had... Uh, like different 
they had like polycurious groups mm-hmm. um for uh black people they had like black and poly and stuff like that so try to find a poly um amorous group in your city or state or just join a poly group and then checking in to the group and seeing where everybody's located just so you can just be in the community and around it be- I, I remember um because steve is um, from chicago mm-hmm. so I remember Yuko and I, when we did, uh, we had that assignment, we went to a poly meetup. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So, um, she would be a good person to talk to, like her experience of it. I know mm. she's like monogamous. Mm. Well, I, I know she was then, so who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm guessing she is, though. Like, she's, mm. she was pretty um, settled on that as well. Uh, but... It was just interesting, like our experience of mm. it was interesting. I know at that point I was like really yeah, new to it. Yeah. I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. Yeah. And it was a wild experience. I got hit on. I was like, what the hell? What the hell? And they like it was <laughs> subtle, but it was Wait, by a guy? Yeah, it was a guy trying to like get me t- with oh, his girlfriend. girl. Yeah. yeah. It just threw me the fuck <laughs> off. I was like, what the but hey, if you're curious, maybe try one. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was is an experience, mm-hmm. and I, I would suggest, yeah, I would suggest at least trying it out and seeing yeah. how you find the experience and just talking to people mm-hmm. like in that space. again, getting to know more of the community, right? Because mm-hmm. in that space, it's gonna be like, oh, you're you're curious about it. Like, what questions do you yeah. have? Like, what, you know, and they will be pretty open about it mm-hmm. because they want to expand that community. Um, they want to see as many people. Um, break the uh, the chains of thinking mm-hmm. that there's only monogamy, and I think that's really my goal, and I think our goal. Yeah, with, yeah, definitely. With, with the the subject, is it's not to um, force like, oh, you gotta be. Yeah, because again, it's not for everyone. <laughs> it's not for everybody yeah. at all. Um, it's just to break away from your um, one track thinking of mm-hmm. only monogamy as being mm-hmm. the way, because mm-hmm. that might be hindering you from happiness and exploring and connecting to people in a way that's actually more natural to you so yeah yeah. and i i think so it's huge in the bay area it's huge in atlanta (laughs) um if you had that group i'm assuming there's an audience in chicago yeah um i would assume new york my my first clients poly clients yeah yeah so i would assume new york as well but so in some areas of the continental u.s yeah um it may be I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it, it might have to be in certain areas. I don't yeah. know if it's gonna be available in all 50 states, but um, yes, you Unfortunately, know, but yeah, because yeah. otherwise, if you are in those areas, you may be able to ask somebody like, "What do you think about polyamory? What do you think about poly? Or have you ever tried it?" And you may get a yes if you're in those areas, but I don't know about asking that question outside of those areas, yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, everybody's <laughs> not ready for that. Yeah, so you may have to in those those more small town, small minded areas. <laughs> you may have to go more into the community via Facebook or social media to find more of the community versus just asking anybody you meet. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that was an, a long answer for you. Hey, it's what we do. We're long winded. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it happens. All right. So another thing about polyamory that a people I don't think people really got so let me reiterate if you're going to do polyamory communication honesty and transparency is needed like you cannot have a polyamorous relationship without communication honesty and transparency 
it is not going to work. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, again, I don't, I think people were responding in ways that they have been hurt mm. <laughs> because they were talking like the communication wasn't there. And it's like, no, like they say that that's what's needed in monogamy. Yes. But like, there is no relationship if you don't have communication in polyamory. <laughs> um, speaking to that last point about the hurt, that happens far too often when we talk about these topics. And I understand that. I actually like that. <laughs> I like when people come from that perspective of their pain. Well, that's because you can it's break a natural, it down. Well, yeah, but it's also it's a, like, a natural reaction, and mm-hmm. that's that's cool. That's that's what's going to happen. We're human. Um, but I also like empathizing with that and then being able to come to a place where we actually break down what happened Mm. Um, from like your, your, the standpoint of your emotions, not disregarding it, but also looking at how that contributed to the overall viewpoint, viewpoint of mm. what went down the situation. Yeah, definitely. Know? Cause if you look at it from only your perspective, you're always going to feel like you're <laughs> in pain, uh, or the, the victim of that pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just always going to play that role. That's not a good place to be. So that being said, yeah. <laughs> cause then the domino effect of that is it limits your perspective, like in poly. So you don't get the experience stuff. <laughs> it's yes. a perfect example. Yes, yeah. definitely. So speaking of <laughs> coming from your heart. Oh, man. <laughs> coming from your heart instead of your heart. Hey, did you get it? <laughs> but we got a comment um, on one of our platforms. And the woman was getting defensive. Because she was like, one, taking it as a woman. She was like, well, why does the men get to do this and we don't? And it's like, we didn't say that. If you're in a polyamorous relationship and the communication is open and everybody has agreed to these things, you can have the men partnering with whoever else he wants to partner Mm -hmm. with and you can have the woman partnering with whoever else she wants to partner with. Like, it's not just the man. I, and and again, that's, that's polygamy. That's not polyamory. We our topic for today is polyamory, but you don't know the difference, <laughs> so it's okay. Polyamory. <laughs> yes, what were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna. Say. <laughs> I had to make sure they got it. Yeah, I know Steve knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we ain't talking to you, Steve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Damn, I'm, I'm, I knew I was going to forget my point. Uh, fuck it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, um, she's getting defensive and then saying that the one man that we may have, referring to women, uh, it's it was like a struggle to get him to be emotionally expressive and emotionally regulative and or regular whatever regulated (laughs) and um she got it again y'all no shut up but (laughs) like sometimes it's a lot of work to get a man to be the partner that we need even though (laughs) even though yo fellas i'm I'm holding y'all down don't worry i got this it's like 
I'm not, I'm, no, I like, I'm in a place in my life where I'm not doing that work. I'm not helping you learn how to do this. Like you need to have it already together because no, like, just like I'm getting my shit together. Get your shit. Okay. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. But I do understand the women who have spent the time and like, yo, okay. <laughs> I, I will admit. All right, ladies. Truth time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Almost all my female friends have said this, like they've, uh, you know, they have built up a man for the next. Yes, like we be putting in work, ladies. We be putting in work. <laughs> that shit, I get that all the time. Like all my friends is like, every time, <laughs> every time they build up a guy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. build up a guy, and then the next thing you know, when they break up, <laughs> married, or kids, all right. that shit. Kind of, it's just, it's funny, but not funny, ladies. <laughs> we appreciate you. Laughing my pain. But anyways. <laughs> um, but everybody learns from relationships. Yes. Or should. Should. If you have not, go back and think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, so she was saying, I got to do all of that for this one man. I'm not going out there and, like, experiencing that again. Like. There's not that option for me. I and built this man up. That makes sense. And there's there's no other options. But I will say, ladies, mm-hmm. you have a choice in the men you date. I'm going to sit back and watch this one. That is your choice who you give your phone number to. That is your choice who you to continue text or phone call with and go on a, a second date after the meeting. So meet up I don't anyways but yeah that's your choice (laughs) it's also your choice to stay with a nigga who's not doing you right (laughs) so when you say there are no good men out there I say no that's false there are plenty of good men out there there are plenty of good black men out there you are just not choosing them Some people get offended when I say this, but I want you to calm your nerves and think about what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) am I lying? Is it not your choice? You need to shit if it ain't. Like, call somebody. Mm. Oh, okay. I know exactly what we're talking about next week. What? Speaking of choice, next week, fellas, we're talking about women approaching men. Okay. Because choice, a lot of, when you brought that up, I thought about women and they don't feel like they have a choice because they feel like they have to, I mean, they do, but it's up to whoever approaches them. And who, who approaches women the most? Is it the guys who are really nice? Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, got you. We'll so, save yeah. it for next week. For next week. Let me write that mm, down, man. Mm, yeah, we gonna cook up something real nice for that one. I want some, uh, we gonna have, I'm gonna come up with a couple of ideas for that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Back to uh, polyamory and choice. So, so yeah. So it's it's your your choice. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, Steve. See, he likes. But um. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Thanks. I didn't see the other comment. (laughs) Um. But yeah. So it's your choice about who you date. So, yes, you could be with one man and find another man who has it together as well. It's called knowing your red flags and knowing when to get out. Mm. And also 
polyamory is communication. <laughs> so you would know if somebody is not with it. <laughs> you would know where they stand and what they want with you because you would talk about it. Mm -hmm. So if somebody just wants sex, they would say it. If somebody wants a long-term relationship, they would say it. <laughs> now, let me just clarify this. This is what polyamory is supposed to be. Do people fuck it up? Probably. <laughs> but this is what it's supposed to be. Right. But I would say if you don't have effective communication skills and you know this, don't do it. That means what you're thinking you actually say and you don't intend to harm anyone. You're not focused on yourself. You focus on the relationship and the connection, which we will get back to. So. All about that connection. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Perfectly capable of finding a man, finding another man that are both, both together and having an actual relationship with each of them possible and again we're not well not we're but polyamorous community polyamorous communities aren't with patriarchy so they're understanding that it needs to be equal and everybody yeah, needs to have that's a voice a, that's another really big misconception about yeah it. like it's everybody like, has a everyone voice thinks, like the dude is just like oh, i'm about to get a whole because bunch that's of what holes, he wants huh? to do it's like no, no you, women you are a valid member in this relationship like you have a voice right yes <laughs> a lot of women actually do more and then, and then they get to explore their sexuality because mm -hmm. as we know research shows mm -hmm. <laughs> women are a lot more fluid in their uh sexuality and we're allowed to be. I, I was gonna say, and society society plays a big we're role. We're allowed in that to too. be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So following that um, choice discussion, um, a woman had commented saying, "I want to be a choice, not an option." So my first inclination of that statement was, "I get that," because I want to be chosen. But then, as I questioned things, mm -hmm. I was like, well, wait a minute. What are the definitions of these two? One, one, one thing. I just got to say, that's one of those things, and this is, this is so, this happens so often, mm -hmm. especially these days. One of those little tagline sayings that sound real good, like, you know, make America great again. And then you don't think about it. You're like, yeah, and you just go with it. That's one of them fucking things. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so tired of them. <laughs> Because nobody pays attention. You just say stuff real quick, and then it we'll sounds that, good. Steve. And nobody fucking pays attention to the details. That second question that you ask, well, how are we going to make America great again? Wait, when was it great? Nobody ever asked those fucking questions. Anyways. Just saying. <laughs> go ahead with your second question, which is what you're supposed to do. So my second question was, what does choice and option mean? <laughs> and then I looked him up, and I'm like, it's the same damn definition. <laughs> But the, the, the connotation, the feeling behind the words was that I want to be chosen <laughs> and not just like I, every woman is an option out there, mm -hmm. but I want to be like, oh, I want you. Which is understandable. But at the same time, my third question was, well, I don't know if it was a question so much as a thought, but it was like, well, the only reason why I would feel bad if I was not chosen is because he did not choose me and he chose someone else. But if it's Polly, he could still choose me. Right. 
Like, it's not a... You still... It's so, poly. Like, you're able to still have... You don't have to, oh, I'm in love with two people and I gotta make a choice. No, you don't have to do that. Right. Because it's poly. It's, it's as if you're, you're coming from that perspective of um, monogamy. So, the mm-hmm. only option of happiness... And being valid, a valid choice mm-hmm. is if you're the only choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're a choice, it, that would be like the equivalent of going back to the love thing that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So if you were born first, you were the first child, your mom loved you, and then your mom had a second child, and you were like, oh no, my mom doesn't love me anymore because she's... The, Separating her love between two kids, and that is going into the the. And I was just about to pull Does it, it make up. Any sense? I was I was just about to pull it up, and that goes into the poll that I had put on Instagram, and I had asked people how much is your love supply. The options mm. were limitless and limited. Actually, it turned. It was it was majority um, limited. But the end results were 63% thought their love supply was limitless and 37% of people thought love, their love supply was limited. And I, and I was thinking about children in that regard because that's what I first imagine infinite love or limitless love is with my children. Because no matter if I have 5, 10, good God, no. But, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I'm going to love every single one of those babies. I may like certain ones more than others. Nah, I, lo- I love my babies all the way, but <laughs> but yeah, I'm a love. Yo. I'm a love every one of them. Those are my babies. So if I can think <laughs> about limitless or infinite love with my children, then why can I do that with my relationships? Right. Because again, we're talking about connections, and mm-hmm. if you look at it, if you're looking at it from the monogamous point of view, mm-hmm. obviously, you feel like any other connection that's chosen with or, or or separate from yours mm-hmm. is going to be a reflection of you. So if I choose somebody else, that means that you don't really love me. Mm-hmm. If you love someone else, that means you don't really love me. Because mm-hmm. it's the either or. It's never the and both. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And then... Which causes a lot of tension, separation, mm-hmm. and anxiety, mm-hmm. and a lot of betrayal. Ooh, self-doubt. Low self-esteem. Right, because... <laughs> It's as if, like, if I, I don't... Rejection <laughs> issues. Going back to the whole complete me part, if, if, if I'm not complete mm, without you, mm. if I, you're taking that away, that means oh, I'm not... Oh, shit. I'm, Especially I'm if done. you had it. Ugh. That means I'm done. That means I need, I need that. And we are talking about monogamous relationships right now. Right. When you're in a poly relationship, it's as if, like, you're connecting to different people, you're accepting that, and it's fluid, and it's just a structure within the fluidity. Mm-hmm. That allows that connection to happen without any limits. So I want to answer Steve's question with this this conversation about connection um, and relationships. He Steve asks, how does polyamory handle breakups? Which is a great question. So, so two things. Instead of focusing on who's right or who hurt who or, or who, who hurt blaming who? or... Just anything that's like individual based, you're focusing on the relationship. So instead of who's right, you focus on the relationship. And if you focus on the relationship, you're going to get through the conflict better. Okay. Now with breakups, if you focus on the connection, 
versus somebody's been listening i have he's been talking and finally getting through <laughs> it took me a while though so if it go takes ahead. you a know while you know what i'm about to sit back again oh shit. so if you focus on the connection rather than the actual relationship mm-hmm. now stay with me <laughs> <laughs> she ain't losing y'all is she <laughs> if you focus on the connection rather than the relationship you can still like be friends and then this goes back to our last episode, Polly Amory, The New Way of Connecting, where Jada Pinkin Smith was saying, no matter what, no matter marriage, relationship, what have you, that's family. And he got me. I support him. I got his back and he got me. There's there's no, like, it's, it's a done. Like, we're kin now. Like, I got you. So because of that, you won't have the tension and stuff like that. And also, again, it's a lot of communication, a lot of honesty. So, you know, it's not finding out shit or you thought it was so good and then it abruptly ended shit or not being able to express my needs so therefore I cheated shit. Like, it's... it's if anything, <laughs> I mean, this is it's probably what's going on within the relationship is probably a lack of communication and a lack of honesty. That's like, I mean, that's the two damn main things in monogamy, but it's like people are able to identify it. Oh, I didn't tell you about this new partner. So therefore I'm cheating or therefore like it's a violation of communication. Cause again, it's okay. You just got to tell motherfuckers (laughs) and talk about it. If it's not okay. Well, is this going to, again, thinking about it in reference to the relationship, is this going to damage the relationship? Because if it's not, then people are usually okay. I mean, hopefully that answered your question. Focus on the connection rather than relationship in terms of breakup. Focus on the relationship rather than who's right within conflict. All right. So I'm still in this love and connection conversation and I want you to talk about the different types of connection that you could have, which is why we say focus on the connection versus the relationship. Are you talking talking about like, um, like the different types of connections in regards to poly versus, uh, monogamy? No, just connection in general. Oh, like the concept of it? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right, so it's, it's kind of what, like what I do in, th- in therapy. So I'll explain the way I look at relationships in therapy. I look at it as, so if we were in a relationship or mm-hmm. if we're friends or whatever it may be, there's a connection between the two people, mm-hmm. us, right? So just like uh, imagine a string in between the two of us. String. So a string. string. Hold up. <laughs> you don't need to imagine. Hey, we're using a lock. All right, lock and lock. <laughs> That's right. Locks that long. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's the connection. So that's what I focus on in therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's a, as if I'm working around the two people to focus on their bond. So if I focus on their bond and I have them focus on their bond, mm-hmm. they're more worried about whatever's pulling them away from each other rather than attacking the other person. Mm-hmm. So it kind of moves the whole perspective from being about you mm-hmm. about the other mm-hmm. it's about what's keeping what you we have together so it's just like that that's what happens between everybody i think 
everybody you have an interaction yeah, with. You have a, There's a connection. It depends on how strong, strong it is. Exactly. Some of y'all got some weak locks. Yeah, and, and, and I'm like, like not connected, not hell. connected now. So y'all not mm. connected. Yeah. <laughs> Other people, it's like, y'all. It's very like. <laughs> so much so that you, you, y'all can't move. So right? sometimes you like, you you like can't. So that's, that's what true. I mean. There's different types of connections. Mm-hmm. That's why I like to talk. So definitely. But in that regard, you have emotional connections. Mm-hmm. You have spiritual connections. You have financial <laughs> connections. You have physical connections. You have sexual connections. I don't know if I meant to say financial, <laughs> but um, I mean, you, you do. That's like outside connection, though. Yeah. I meant physical. I just lost. I mean, that's a different type lost of Lost my track. That's more of business relationship, but I feel you. But oh, even that though, mm-hmm. like you could have a business relationship yeah. with someone, or a friendship relationship with someone, or a family relationship with yeah. someone, or an intimate relationship. With All someone. those have connections. All of those have connections. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's just the dynamics is just a little bit different when it comes to business and other things like that. But so. think about it. You still have physical touch. Yeah. You have etiquette. You have certain things that you do. Like if you do certain things in business, you will strengthen your connection with somebody. Like if you're always on time, if, you know, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but yeah. So there are different types of connections. So just because you're with one man for spiritual, emotional, physical, and sexual connection, doesn't mean you can't find an emotional connection with another. And then if you do have a connection, sometimes you do want to embrace that connection sexually. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes just the connection is just the connection. You don't need to do anything sexual. So you could have an emotional connection with someone else because we're operating from limitless love. It doesn't take away from whatever connection you have with your your primary partner because it's infinite. You can connect with someone. Right. It's okay. And and the, the also the thing about that is when we say it's it's like an infinite love, it's like to whatever capacity you have the ability to love um, from your needs. And it has to come from your needs. You know what I mean? Yes, thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I read this <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah, Steve's out here. I know my bad that was me though that, that um, was me. I'm saying from the perspective of uh, well, we were talking about business and connections mm. damn my bad it's cool it will come back to me again like the other, other time okay. um, just keep it rolling but yeah so I was also thinking about, in terms of connection, I was also thinking about true love and intimacy. That was a lot of, Mm. um, that was a lot that was coming up with our audience and their feedback and their concerns and stuff. And again, it was this concept, well, I want to be intimate with my partner. I want, this is my true love. So then, intimacy, with intimacy, I was like, question, does that mean you're not intimate with your poly partner? Question two, does that mean there's a limited amount of intimacy? Which, again, goes back to the connection. Oh, I know exactly what I was about to say last. Go ahead. <laughs> so, I was uh, talking about looking at it from the perspective of um, infinite love. That means that whatever your capacity to love, whatever way you're looking to be loved, 
is coming from that perspective of you knowing yourself and knowing what you need. So when I say the infinite love, that doesn't mean like, oh, every person I'm attracted to, I'm going to fuck or every person I'm attracted to, I'm going to spend all my days with. No, it's like what I need in the moment, what I know I need for myself in my development as I grow through that stage. Mm -hmm. It's just like how I would demand anything if I was in a monogamous relationship and I wanted to make that work. Mm -hmm. I would have to tell my partner like, okay, now I'm changing careers. So I know before the dynamic in the household was mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. now I need it to be this. That's called communication, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> so the same thing would, would, would apply to a poly relationship. It's not that, okay, okay, in my 20s, I'm more fluid and able to have better connections with this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what if I'm in my 40s and, and you I want have more children? Stability and security. Right, and yeah. st- so it's the same thing. That's what I meant by like the dynamic. Because I don't want people to hear like infinite um love and then just be like oh see that y'all just you know doing blah, blah, blah. you tire yourself out no it's coming from the place of your needs first mm-hmm. and your own understanding of what you uh what you need is a connection um in in this stage of of development that you're at right now mm-hmm. and breaking from monogamy might expand that and allow you to grow and develop in ways you've never seen before mm-hmm. And I would also say they're still coming from like a sexual, a sexual yeah, connection. Yeah, it's over. Like it's kind of like, like over. <laughs> like I mean, how many people exist in the world? You're not gonna want to fuck every single one of them, regardless if you have a connection or uh, not. So right. what the hell is the? Huh. Anyways. I don't get that shit. Because even with um, what was I gonna say? Okay, infinite love. Mm-hmm. You talking about sex? And intimacy. Yeah, you could have a connection with someone. Without sex. And, and they're older than you. They could be younger than you. And it's just a good connection. You don't need to have sex. Like, it could just be a good connection. Do you have mentors or anything? Do you want to fuck them? Like, okay then. Right. <laughs> and, and a connection doesn't have to be attraction either. Like, on some level, it's like an energy attraction type of thing. But... Right. That's why I say, like, if you focus on the connection, like, as if it was a string between the person. And not it, tied up with sex. Yeah, it, it, and and disconnect a label from it. It, it kind of ma- simplifies things and makes things plain mm-hmm. for you to understand how the dynamics of relationships work. You, everybody is attached in some ways. Yeah. It's just the level and the dynamic that you want it to be. Like, everything, we as humans want some structure. So polyamory is just a structure. thing. It's just a different dynamic that people are, than people are used to. So it's freaking them the fuck out. <laughs> and again, <laughs> these, these were comments, ah! these were comments for, from people who like, probably have not done me. research on polyamory. Like, no, don't even know the slightest bit about it, but like freaking the fuck yeah, out. Like, yeah, we, we were getting so many fucking comments and questions and shit. And we were like, okay, let's just do a follow up. Right. I was like, it was, nah, it was I got it. Because, well, I'll explain the dynamic of my social media hatred. Uh-huh. I can't stand this motherfucking thing, alright? The fact that I'm even talking to y'all right now, this is a miracle. <laughs> you are lucky. Because <laughs> she loves this shit. Uh, she can be online. It's a way she, for me to connect. <laughs> she will literally, I can't I can't type it because I, I will go, I will go insane. Oh, I enjoy discussions. Right, okay, so. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, just, I need to get disconnect from these things. Mm-hmm. So, We'll literally be like, someone will be commenting, mm-hmm. and I'll talk, but it'll be her. And writing, I'll be like, yeah. Writing it, yeah. because I can't look at the damn screen. Like, uh, I have to be doing something else. Yeah. Um, so that's how much it is. And I, I, it's a struggle, because I know, 
this is an, uh, a way to connect to other people, mm-hmm. obviously, um, and spread ideas and spread positivity that I know is greatly needed yeah. and information that is greatly needed. Yeah. But it's a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's great to have a teammate right here <laughs> to just get, like, do all that shit because I don't want to. The live videos, I can fuck with it. I can rock with y'all on that. But And I have been like getting my social media game up as far as the polls and uh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh edits the video and stuff so we've been trying to get stuff up yeah i can do the behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. i'm about to get like really i got some stuff <laughs> y'all see. so is that all i wanted to say about and then so that was intimacy mm-hmm. where i was like well can you be intimate with more than one partner yes so okay what are people talking about but the second thing was true love so again my question oh, is my well, what the fuck go. like True love. What do they mean by that? Like, why? Is why is love? it true? That's true. <laughs> false loves are all the people you broke up with. Okay, so why are we still talking about that? I don't know if I would call it <laughs> false though, because I loved them at the time and I learned something from it. Like, that's a good perspective. Like that. them, like us breaking up, didn't change so, the fact that I was so, deeply in love with them at the time. Taking that from a perspective of connection, mm-hmm. you were connected to them, mm-hmm. and as you grew. Mm-hmm. As you grew, <laughs> that connection mm-hmm. naturally had to break off a little bit mm-hmm. in order for you to get to where you needed to be. Mm. Now I'm just like, so then instead of looking connected. at it from the perspective of that motherfucker wasn't, yeah. <laughs> looking at it from that perspective, you're looking at appreciating con- the connection for what it was. Mm-hmm. And appreciating the fact that you're at another level where you can connect to others yeah. that are with you. Mm-hmm. That's the way you're supposed to look at stuff. And, and when you look at it from that perspective, it doesn't seem so harsh. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem as... It takes the toxicity out of And the then for equation. me, everything that I have been through in my life, the good, the bad, the ugly, have led to where I am right now. Yeah. And sure. I'm so happy and at peace, so I'm like, well, shit. It was hurting then, but I'm I got through it and I'm here now. Yeah, and you gotta feel and I your would feelings, be different. You know. Yes. So it's gonna happen. Exactly. It's gonna burn exactly. and sting a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But again, <laughs> back to this true love concept. So And yeah, the the true love concept is a lot to do with monogamy. I don't know if you were about to get to that, but I think it ties a lot to that. Well the these weren't monogamous people who were saying true love. So. Well, I mean even the concept of it, like so mm-hmm. true love. It implies that any other love, because that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. Know you what got saying? you. Uh-huh. So it's like as if any other love that you did have is disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's what I was talking about with the got connection. Got you, got you. Because. That's a monogamous way of it thinking. It is, it is. And I definitely think, you know, every love that I've had has been love, true it's love real. to me. It was real. I, then I've had different levels of love. Like, I had my first love, thought that shit was true, and then I fell in love after him, and it felt deeper. Like, it it felt different, but deeper, but I was like, but I don't question whether I love my first love. Like, when I was in that time, I felt like I loved him, but the second one feels different, and my third and my fourth did too. And I think that's the problem, because when you do that, that's Mm -hmm. focusing more on the connection. Mm -hmm. When you disregard the person and be like, oh, that, you're disregarding... No, a part even of yourself. 
like that was a part of you that was connected to them. was shitty as hell, and I still was like, yeah. nope, I loved him. <laughs> but you can't Y'all disregard them because that's it. Literally, is disregarding a part of your past self that mm-hmm. was yeah. attracted to them, yeah. that that was connected to them. So you don't want to ignore that. You want to understand what that was and mm-hmm. then understand that, okay, why didn't that work out? Is it because you did elevate and grow to a level where that connection was no longer feasible? No longer... Or they might have. Or, same thing. Yeah. So if you have a balance of that, then I think you'll get a better understanding of stuff when it comes to relationships and monogamy or uh, or poly. Yeah. So again, true love, I was just like, nah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. You're not the trying to look at it is... as polyamory. Because polyamory, multiple love, like poly, and amour is love. Mm-hmm. Literal definition. Literal definition. <laughs> but let's go into what people assumed was sex when it could have been love. Because we've talked about how polyamory, check out last episode, polyamory, the new way of connecting. Um, is a polyam- Can a polyamorous relationship just be focused on sex? Um, it can be if everybody in that uh, dynamic, yeah, is all about sex and that they know what they want. Like if everybody, like three people are like, "Yo, uh, we twenty one, <laughs> we're in college, we want to have sex with each other, but we want it to be safe and we want it to be close, and we kind of like each other's presence. We like watching Game of Thrones, um, on the weekends." Boom! That's a relationship dynamic right there. And as as like trivial as that might seem to you, that's a beautiful dynamic about people connecting over common things. And everybody has agreed. And everybody to has it. agreed to it, and that's a healthy relationship, and that's a healthy dynamic focusing on the connections and desires mm-hmm. that are present in their lives, and not really focusing on anybody else's mm-hmm. um, judgment or thoughts about that. And that's beautiful. That's what a relationship is. That's a connection and bond that improves a person's whole self-esteem and 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 mm-hmm. and building building blocks for betterment of the person in general. That's what I mean. Like just forming those connections is, is crucial. So if you can do that in poly, cool. If you can't, that's cool too. But don't shut off your mind to the whole concept because you could be missing out on something or someone's. Mm-hmm. Some persons. <laughs> uh, so, just open your mind to it. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm saying. If you take the emotion out of it, like the trigger I to know. just you know to resist. This is your mind we're talking to, not your heart. Yeah, not the pain that you've Unless gone you through. You get kind of like, but, but I'm supposed to be with one person. <laughs> just mm-hmm. open your mind to it, and then not again. Not saying you have to do it, yeah, but just open your mind to it. Just think that's all. About it. Um, and with the sex, for me, I'm so in tune with my energy that I'm aware if I'm connecting with someone. Mm-hmm. And usually the first time I'm connecting with someone is not through sex. <laughs> so, That's I'm, the case for most people. <laughs> you know, so I'm connecting with them and I can feel that. So again, connection does not equal sex. And then two... If I decide that I just want it to be with sex and everybody's agreed with sex, I could be in multiple things where I have a primary partner and then I meet somebody else who I connect with and I just want it to be sex. And everybody knows about it, my primary partner, my secondary, all of that, and everybody's cool. Or 
I can have my primary relationship and I can have a secondary relationship. But again, if you do your research, primary relationships get more time, energy, and effort and priority. So again, there is structure. My secondary, I don't see as often as my primary. My primary, I probably live with. Primary may be married to. Primary may have kids with. The secondary, we're together. We're still in a relationship, but it's just not, it doesn't have primary status. Or if you do have multiple primaries, that means you do have the time, the energy, the effort, and the attentiveness to give to both people. That's, (laughs) yeah, I could do a primary secondary, but two primaries, I'm like, look, though. Like... (laughs) Really, I I just um, I don't got time, y'all. Right, I'm trying said, to help the community. It's not for everybody, <laughs> yeah. you gotta know what things are for It'll you. Work for you, <laughs> yes, definitely. So, and again, because I'm connecting with people from the first time I meet them, I focus on the the love between them. Because for me, love no longer just means romantic. So, like, I could love you as a person, mm. and that has nothing to do with my relationship with you. Right, right. You know, so. If I meet someone and I'm connecting with them, I'm loving who they are, you know, usually. So I don't, I I definitely look at polyamory as multiple loves. So again, that doesn't mean I have to be having sex with them, okay? does mean I have some sort of relationship with them, but it does not mean I have to be having sex with them. Right. So I posted another poll on um, Instagram. Result time. And uh, the question was, which type of relationship has more boundaries? Mm. Options were monogamous and polyamorous. Which type of relationship has more boundaries? So the results, (laughs) 42% of the people who voted said polyamorous and 58% of the people who voted said monogamous. Mm. Saying that... Monogamous relationships have more boundaries. So again, I'm into this questioning thing. <laughs> so when... I, well, my results, mm-hmm. I put that Polly has way more boundaries. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, you were asking that. Yeah, I put polyamorous has more boundaries yeah. in a relationship. So we'll explain why we thought that. But again, we've also researched it. But anyways, so my first thought with the results being more than half of the people who voted thought monogamous relationships had more boundaries. My first question to that was, well, what are the boundaries? <laughs> and then my uh, third question or third response to that was, well, probably like faithfulness. It's exclusive. It's just one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, huh, what are the other boundaries? <laughs> Seriously, though, what are the other boundaries to monogamous relationships outside of it's just one-on-one? Like, please leave the comments in the below. (laughs) I just, I couldn't come up with anything. I was like, wait, wait a minute. I mean, but communication isn't a boundary. Honesty isn't a boundary. Like, you want it, but that's not a boundary. (laughs) Like, you you could be in a relationship without communication and without honesty. Like... That's not, but one-on-one, it's like boundary violation. I guess the response would be it's personal, you know. What that mean? Like certain people in monogamous relationships oh. have like a, 
you need to do this. Like, or I refuse to accept this. So I guess that would be the So again, when I say boundary, think about boundary violation. What would be the relationship is over? Should I'm I- playing devil's advocate, but you know. Oh no. Well, I did think about something when I when I explained that. I thought about if he hits me, boundary violation. Right. That's what I was thinking. But it's not like for a lot of women, which is get out of that. Damn, that's, that's not so healthy. That's bad. Yeah. So if he hits me, it's- I'm out. If he um tries to sexually assault me. I'm out. Fuck out if he tries to sexually assault my children, me and them is out. Okay. And he going to jail. And or he dad. going to jail. <laughs> my dad gets on fast enough. But um, but yeah. So outside of that, and that's just like basic respect yeah, me. That's true. Yeah. Respect yeah. me. Shit. But outside of that, I'm just like, what's a boundary violation that could mean the relationship is over? Monogamous relationships. That most people abide by. I'm like, no, that's it. Whereas, in order for polyamorous relationships to work, there have to be significant, structured yeah. boundaries. Everybody gotta know everybody's triggers. Everybody gotta goals. know everything. Like, not everything as in specific details, but general stuff. Like, this is my primary partner. Mm-hmm. This is my secondary. We discuss what goes into that role. We discuss what we want to know, what we don't want to know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a lot of explaining and being very uh, detailed in what you desire in a relationship and what you cannot uh, bear within the dynamic of the relationship. So if you feel like you can't stand your partner being with more than three people, and that's like your limit for some reason. I don't know if you got something wrong with the number three. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you got to say that shit. Mm-hmm. You just got to. Mm-hmm. And I did want to say, like, I had a client who was in a primary relationship, had a secondary relationship, had a, a third one that lived in another state. So she wouldn't see that often. But whenever they got together, mm-hmm. it was a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then somebody who visited her. And, again, different levels of time, energy, commitment, attention, you know. But, like, there was boundaries. Everybody knew what was what. Especially because, like, her secondary was married. So that was his primary partner in legal terms, Hmm. you know. So it was like, she knew. And, like, they, they knew of each other. Sometimes they hung out. Sometimes they went on vacation together. Oh, wow. But, because, um, you know, cool. if you're all in the same city, like, Ooh. and you know of each other already, it might as well be like, well, come meet the person who's who I love, who I have a connection with. Right. Be- See, the mm. assumption would have been who I'm fucking if they was coming from. Exactly. Exactly. It's not all about sex. Get that fucking out of your mind. But anyways... <laughs> But, it's important that you said that though, that who I love was that was important. Yeah, because that and this is something I learned from the damn poly groups was compersion. Yeah, yeah. Which Ooh, yeah. which is joy for another person's joy. Contrast it with jealousy. And I was like, ooh, joy for another person's I never joy. Knew, so, I never knew there was a word for that. Yeah, I mean because well, he does that naturally. I it depends. I, yo, it's the best feeling <laughs> in the fucking world. <laughs> I don't know how people don't... I, I'm addicted to that shit. Yeah. 
Because if you love your partner, you want them to be happy. So it's like, I love that you found another connection with somebody. I love that you fell in love again. Like, I'm so happy for you because I want you to be happy. And it's not... Uh, it's not a stand a stand of view or standpoint. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> a point of view or a viewpoint. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> but <Some views. laughs> it's it's not Some that choice. because you found somebody else, I'm lacking. It is right. not that God. because we're God. coming from the infinite point of view. So it's it's not that they found something else that you could not provide. No, it could be the same damn thing. It's just another connection. It is not an either or. It is an and both. I connect to you and I connect to them. My connection to you is not limited because I'm connected to them. I hope people get it. <laughs> I really hope so. Jesus. Because we did a goddamn follow-up episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so boundaries. Boundaries. Are in fucking polyamorous communities yeah, and relationships. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say that. So I'm that. assuming, and you know what happens when you assume, but hey, I think I'm right <laughs> that the people who responded to that poll have not researched polyamorous. Safe to say, I would so. say that's safe to say. Hello, thank you for joining us. We're almost, um, hey, we're hmm. almost up though. Um, so just rewatch <laughs> and uh, leave us comments below, but thank you for tuning in. Um, so we are going to run over anyway, but Hey, we were having a good time talking. Right. So uh, the last thing that came up with our, our last episode and what people were responding with was that I'm selfish and that I don't want to share. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So that's a lot of the feedback that we got. So, <laughs> with with not sharing, my first thought was connecting it to selfishness, mm. and I'll explain my thoughts on selfishness. But the second thought was, I I get that with like sex, because you do have to be safe, and. Again, that's a communicative boundary of like, I need to know the STD result. You need to know the STD results before you have sex with somebody. Right. And wearing a condom, you know, stuff like that, protecting yourself. But I get it because I feel like there may be a limit to how many partners I want my partner to have just because of safety reasons. And it's like, I can't like, I don't know who they're with. Like, it's going to get, you know, and everybody has, I'm banking on everybody being honest and stuff. So, yeah, so, like, just... You gotta know. Yeah, you gotta know yourself. So, I get that idea of sharing your partner because of sex. But if he knows the STD results before he has sex with the person, and that even goes into, do you want your guy fucking a woman or fucking a man? (laughs) Because when I said that, when I, when I hesitated and said a person, I was like, ugh, man, fucking man. I'm like, condoms, I guess. But I do need to know that. That is something I need to know with my partner. See, this episode <laughs> go on for a while. <laughs> but no, that's just, that's how you identify. So, like, I, I would, if my primary partner, I need to have that conversation with you. Just to be like, damn, I'm your primary. I ain't no shit. But, um, but anyways, I understand that concept with safety. So, 
with selfishness, again, I thought of jealousy. I thought of envy. I thought of possessiveness and Mm -hmm. ownership. I thought of all those things. And then I'm like, that shouldn't be what a relationship is. That you're selfish and that you're thinking about you when it should be about us. And you also being considerate of me. And then you don't own me. You don't possess me. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, because, well, honestly, if we're going to be real, when it comes to some monogamy and, like, marriage, there was, like, a lot of... Uh, ownership, yeah. It was yeah. really, like, the woman the spe- just got passed on. Yeah. You know, going through like, history. Like, they now. paid the husbands to marry us. <laughs> they be like, oh, this would be a good union. Our families to unite so we could all get rich. Yeah, so it, it wasn't... It was the mergers. It was the Comcast and the Time yeah, Warner right? mergers of the time. And <laughs> it really was, though. But, so I get that point. But now we don't have that. So why do we still have this ownership, this sense of ownership and possession? Question. So Steve had a question for us. What's up? Um, who struggles more? If there is an answer, men or women with poly- polyamory? Mm. Who struggles more with polyamory? I'm on here. I can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I dance a lot of people. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who struggles more? Uh, who struggles more? Do you mean with communication failures? Because, because again, usually the conflict is communication or honesty challenged by it. Mm, Ooh. Well, I think it would be, as a societal, we're more patriarchal, so it would be more okay with the men doing it, which is why women have such a harsh reaction to polyamory, because they think it's only the men doing it. Um, but honestly... Um, the only women, I mean, the only clients that I've had that have been polyamory have been women. Yeah, same here. Yeah. They've all been women. So, and like there were men in their yeah, relationships. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there were, yeah, there were, yeah, definitely men in the relationships, but it's also huge in the queer community. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can be heterosexual and poly. Um, but it's also huge in the queer community. Um, and I think that's because you're you're learning so much about yourself and you're being really in tune with yourself to be able to, again, know your sexuality and not cater to society, but also just you're open to different things. Because it's, it's, it's not, you're already, your life is go- against right, the norm. I was just about so you make that same yeah. point. Like, <laughs> It's it's you're you have no choice but to look outside of your perspective because mm-hmm. your whole life was defined as being something outside of the norm. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, exactly. So when somebody tells you that's outside of the norm, mm-hmm. you're like, wait, you just told me my whole existence was outside of the norm. Exactly. So why would I listen to you? You know. So so when somebody says, oh, well, monogamy is the only way, they'll they'll automatically be like, well, wait, you've been telling me straight is the only way, exactly. or blah 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 is mm-hmm. the only way. So they automatically have a way to question. Um, Steve said, I imagine it opens up a whole lot of identity questions, potentially. Mm. Um, hmm. I mean, in the same regard of 
you believing and thinking one way your entire life and then you're exposed to something that challenges that whole ideology. Like, yeah, that could yes. have you questioning who you are and what you believe yeah. and what you stand for. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. <laughs> true. Yeah, sense of self, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, elevation, maybe mm-hmm. a challenging of those ideas because, like I said, it can lead to an opportunity of you connecting with people or having a, a connection with multiple people that you've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because you've always had to choose. Right, you've always thought that way. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, it's a... What a time to be alive. Right? <laughs> Just expanding. You know, people are really yourself. challenging the way that they think. I like yes, that. Yes, definitely. Like question it. Question it. Well, that's about our time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've enjoyed having you, Steve. Thanks so much for the questions and the comments. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl, Rocky. And your boy, um. And make sure you subscribe to our uh, SoundCloud podcast and Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, all of it. All that. Uh, share. <laughs> please give us uh, episode topics. Right. Questions, comments. Back. Next more week we about this back, episode. We're coming back at y'all. We're going to talk about women approaching uh, men. men. We're going to talk about the aggressive women, the year of the woman. So if women are being aggressive. They're being assertive. They have taken over. Are we seeing the same in the relationships? Are we seeing the same in them taking control, taking back their choice and choosing the men that they want? Or are they sitting back and waiting for the men that they want to approach them or mm. accepting the men that happen to approach all right, them? All right, all right. Don't let them know too much. You know much. what I'm just saying? A little sneak peek. <laughs> what I got now was just off the top of the dome. Hey. Ooh, wait till I start running so fast. <laughs> all right. So again, thank you so much. Take care of you, and you have a beautiful and blessed day. All right. Stay tuned. Peace.